0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another amazing podcast for Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, online. .ag for all your sports betting needs and of course Red Cinemas, the most dynamic movie theater in all of Greensboro. Be sure to check them out for all your movie going needs redcinemas.com. As always well for this episode not not really so many spoilers. This one's for the dads but before we get into that this is your boy Brian aka El Nino and today I'm joined with
0: Ryan Saba, Captain Cleveland, Browns, Cavs, Guardians. CLE till I die. There we go. We, we we took the month of May
1: off and we are back. We are recharging and ready to roll. So thank you all for your patience. We got to do go a water cooler there. update. That's Jesus. Right. <laughs> That's right. Water cooler update. Definitely at the end of the show. So uh, for this episode, we do have Father's Day coming up. For those of you that have checked out last year's episode. Love you, Dad. Love you, Dad. We, we did we did a Mother's Day episode last year We didn't do a Father's Day episode So this year we're going to do favorite TV dads From shows, streaming networks, this, that, and the other Mama, mama, mama there, there may be What does daddy get? <laughs> Papa was a rolling stone The big piece of chicken <laughs> There he is, there he is My man Sabah back fresh to death Ready than ever so say, but why don't we kick it off with you? Like, who are some of your memorable TV dads? And we'll just kind of you know just go from there.
0: I, look, we're lucky, right? Um, we grew up in look, I mean, we're I'm biased. Anybody will say this. The golden age of television, I, I think the, the golden age of of movies yeah. had some really good fathers, some some really bad fathers. I think you know, we'll stick to the, to the good fathers. Okay. And I'm, okay. I'm going to keep my list tight, succinct Point like because toit toy, like a toyga. there are <laughs> so many dads. So what I did is I picked my favorite movie, dad, my favorite TV, dad, And then I gave a little honorable mention, one for TV, one for movies. So I'll start with the honorable mention. I'll start with my honorable mention for TV. I got to go Dan Conner, Roseanne. Um, Growing up, I did not have cable. Mm. And <laughs> where I'm dating myself here, but I didn't yeah. have cable. This is before, like satellite dishes. When I was a kid, were those big fucking satellite dishes that you Ever, see? So, like you
1: see in front of a trailer park right now. That's what we had.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like you even had one. So I grew up kind of in the in the in the country in Ohio, where I grew up at. So there was not enough houses on my street to justify putting cable on my road. Okay. Okay. So the point is, is I grew up with network television. I had ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and PBS. That's it, bro. I had a rotor. I had an antenna on my roof where you would have to turn that bitch. Sometimes there was like a dial next to the TV to make if it started to go bad. So, anyways, my point is, is network television. Uh, You know, Roseanne was a show that, you know, I grew up middle class. Um, You know, my dad wasn't in construction or whatever, but I certainly um, I certainly could appreciate and sympathize with that. The family dynamic that they had, middle class challenges, blue collar work. You know, he was a construction guy, Roseanne you know, worked at the mall. And I think at one time she cut hair, she either worked at a salon or whatever. So I could appreciate that family life because I had family members that were in construction. You know, that was that was a life that I that I knew. So the Dan Connor character was typical Midwestern. They grew up outside of Chicago. Midwestern dad, tough, loving. Um, you know, they, they were high school sweethearts. I just, you know, I just loved it. You know, I loved it all. Um, I, I'm not as big of a fan as of the reboot. I watched a little bit when they first brought it back. But to this day, you know, if I'll turn on lots of times, there's like Roseanne uh, marathons, mm-hmm. mini marathons on on Saturday and Sundays. I'll turn it on. I'll get sucked in. I'll watch several episodes. And uh, Dan Connors, my dude. no, No doubt about it
1: our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan-favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, To receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit.
0: About it. Uh, Second honorable mention or my movie honorable mention. I'm probably stealing one from you here, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm stealing it. Uh, This is back when he was Larry Fishburne. Uh, Furious Styles, (laughs) Boys in the Hood. In the way that I could totally relate with Dan Connor, Mm -hmm. I could not relate with that. Like this idea that you had this dad that was. You know, looked like he was only about five or six years older than you. I mean, that was back when Larry was young. Yeah. Uh, You know, Cuba was young, but like they looked like they were very close in age. You know, I mean, obviously the dynamics of having kids early. Right. Um, His dad used to cut his hair, you know, was was tough on him, but loved him gave him life advice, you know, anybody with a dick can have a baby. It takes a man to raise a child. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, and you just had him tell the stories about, you know, you knew he was lying to him. He knew he was lying to him. That would just that that dynamic between uh Cuba Gooden Jr., between Le- Lawrence Fishburne in Boys in the Hood was something that um I had a father who was there, yeah. Who was Tough, who was loving. And you take this sort of South Central LA dynamic out of it. It was a relationship that I could relate 100%
1: to. 100%.
0: All right. So let's get into my two. We'll go TV. I'm probably stealing this one too, but this is everybody's favorite TV dad. I mean, look, Philip Banks, um, RIP, RIP to uh, James Avery. He was not Will Smith's father. Right. You know, he was but he had his own family, but he brought him in. Uh, he was a great father, just as he was a tough father, um, gave you know, his family an, an outstanding life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, well, the, he was a man of means. Yeah. He was a he was a, a judge, mm-hmm. you know, and um, but then, you know, come just from money did not come from money, you right. know, but they were they were in Beverly Hills or whatever. And you know, I mean just the dynamic. And here's the thing. I haven't watched the new, the new version of um Fresh Prince that's on Peacock, but I will. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a much different version. It's not a sitcom, it's more of a, a drama or whatever. Mm-hmm. A la, I believe, like um like all American. If anybody watches the show All American, I think it has a very similar feel, or at least it looks like it in, in the in the marketing and all that. But you know, look, one of the greatest. Episodes of television of all time, one of the greatest scenes, you know, and still gets me to this day. And, you know, I obviously cannot relate, but. I think Will Smith was such a great actor and James Avery was such a great actor that the episode where Will's father, who was not present in his life comes in and, you know, Will's getting all excited about potentially having this relationship with his dad and then he just leaves. And then, you know, Will looks at him, he says, you know, why doesn't he love me? Or why isn't he ever going to love me? And, you know, they, they embrace and there's crying and, um, and he goes to hell with him. Yeah. To hell with him, you know? And I just, you know, And he got him that beautiful statue, too, of the father and son. And
1: that's how the episode (laughs)
0: ends. Yes. So emotional. So emotional. And, you know, just just a great dad. And one of my favorite, I guess it's not not even a meme or a gif slash gif. It's a clip that you will see on social media a lot when Will says to him, like, what are we going to do? And he's laughing, we, (laughs) we, and he's like walking away because at one point, I think I remember the episode, you know, they're talking about money or something and feels like, you know, do we got enough money to pay for this? And he's laughing at him and saying, we, 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 but James Avery, you know, rest in peace. They did a, um, a revival or whatever, you know, how with all these eighties and nineties TV shows, they, um, they, they're doing like they're bringing the cast back together for an episode and they talk about, you know, their time on the show or whatever. Remember, they brought back both Aunt Vibs yeah, and that was the Aunt first Viv. time that they had both been together. But everybody on that revival had such, you know, glowing, great things to say about James Avery, very similar to when, and this is another TV dad, but I don't, I'm not talking about it, but very similar to James Gandolfini. When he died, there was a similar documentary or show that was created and everybody had such great things to say about James Gandolfini who played Tony Soprano. So, you know, look, that's the mark of a man when you're gone. Um, um, You know, not only do people say great things about you at your funeral, but well beyond that, they're still saying great things about you. I think the day you die, everybody earns the right to have a little bit of sympathy and empathy for some of the things that they've done. Right. But the fact that, you know, five, four, five, six years later, they're still uh, speaking of him very highly, I I think, speaks to who he was as a person. And uh, just, in my opinion, the best TV dad, best movie dad. um, You know, look, he wasn't a great person. It was Vito Corleone, played by Marlon Brando in *The Godfather*. He was a man that cared about family. Um, his whole life was about family, both his his family, his his, um, hereditary family and his work family his uh, what we will, what will not be named, you know, we don't call it the mafia, right. We call it, uh, they were in the olive oil business. Um, but you know, Vito Corleone, uh, was a great father cared about his family. Um, you know, the, the movie opens on his daughter's wedding day. He obviously pulls all the strings. They had Johnny Fontaine there who, you know, it was based off of the uh, the Frank is based off of Frank Sinatra. So you know, this idea that you know you get Frank Sinatra to come sing at your daughter's wedding is just phenomenal to begin with. Everybody looked at him in such reverence. Uh, you know, he protected people. He was there. You know, people feared him. They loved him. Uh, you know, I go back. I, I in college, I had um, a film class. And we had to dissect a scene in a movie uh, for lighting and different, different components that we were talking about in this introduction to film class. And I selected the scene where Sonny gets shot on the causeway. Yeah. Right. And then Tom Hagen needs to tell Vito that Sonny's gone. Mm -hmm. And then they go to, the to the mortuary and you know it's just that whole sequence you know Marlon Brando obviously one of the greatest actors of all time this is probably his his best role but he you know he was he was a great father you could tell his son Sonny you know was fucking hothead maniac Yep. Uh you know had it coming but he still you know look how they massacred my boy um you know and everybody was sad and obviously um you know he had great hopes for Michael he didn't want him you know he wanted him to go to the military he pulled strings so he could go to the military and then when he comes out of his coma he finds out that he's the one that shot um you know the cop and 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 what's his name the heroin dealer and had a fees uh, and hide had to go overseas and he's all upset and he just waves everybody off i didn't want this for him so you know he's a guy that obviously cared about the family cared about his family cared about the business but also wanted the best for his children uh and he tried to do everything he could so um those are my dads love it gosh that's a that's a tough act to follow there i I just for the record yeah, oh, I have her names written <laughs> now here.
1: Oh no, I, I, I have <laughs> that's a, that's all off the I, dome, baby. Yeah, I have name shows and how many seasons, and that's about it.
0: So did okay. For,
1: so for honorable mentions, I do have to put an animated dad on there. My daughter actually got me onto this show. I gotta say, I love Bob Belcher on Bob's Burgers. He's just, and I think it's going to be a theme throughout the entire episode. Is the
0: movie out yet?
1: The movie's out. Have you shot. seen it? I have not, but uh, but uh Feliciano and Jadon, big shot, big shout outs to Jadon and Matthew. They went to go see it opening weekend while we were gonna go see Top Gun or whatever. And uh, you went on the cruise, so they saw, they loved it.
0: I've go never ahead. seen an episode of Bob's Burgers. I'm telling you, you guys when remember. I watched that but that trailer though, I'm I laugh my ass off. Oh. And Courtney's like, what the fuck are you laughing at? I'm like, this shit's so <laughs> fucking stupid. Like I I love Bob's Burgers. Bob Belcher is
1: just your everyman. And I think that's going to be the the theme between Saba and I is like the these are the everyman that we like. These are the, the guys that we can relate to because these are similar to our dads. Granted, uh, you, you know, Philip Banks, he's a he's a judge and he's in Bel Air. He's he's rich as hell, but he didn't come from that. But, the, you know, at least the rest of our dads on our list. I mean, besides for fucking, uh, you know, Don Corleone, even he had to work his way up. I mean, if you he sure the as the hell too. we he had to
0: pop the uh, Park, uh, Park. Don.
1: Uh, what's his name <laughs> yeah. when he wrapped the towel around his yeah. head or his yeah. hand? Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's he's one of my honorable mentions. Uh, another animated one is honorable mention Homer Simpson. I mean, I've been watching the Simpsons literally stay one. I mean, this is when Fox yeah. first came out. Fox was very, very progressive with their television programming. And this is when it was literally just like ABC, CBS, NBC Fox literally just kind of came out of nowhere and said, you know what? We're, we're going to take some chances. So my segue into, can I
0: say one thing about yes. that? Yeah, of course. You know, when we were kids in, in, in that, in Simpsons first started coming out, like Bart was like the, like, like he was on the t-shirts on the lunchboxes, oh, yeah. you know, everybody, when the, when the arcade game came out, everybody wanted to be Bart cause oh, he was yeah. rolling on the skateboard, you know, but like when I go back and watch that shit now, fucking Homer Simpson is so funny. The writing, the everything. I mean, that show, that show is nothing without Homer and and really to be honest with you the all of the other supporting characters like Marge is funny Lisa's you know whatever I mean I like Marge I like Lisa I like Bart I like Maggie but like the supporting characters and Homer are what make that show
1: to me the show that kind of set it off and of course I'm I'm partial because I was little when this show came out but my mom and dad loved it as as well as the rest of the family married with children so Al Bundy Ed O'Neill you know him from Modern Family, for, for those of our younger viewers out there. He's the grandpa in Modern Family. But to us, he's always going to be Al Bundy, the pride of Polk High School. Four right. touchdowns in one game. That's right. So be sure to check it out. It came out in 87, went to 97, 11 seasons. They had one season that, that went like in the fall and winter. So that's another one. And then one of another one. Question.
0: Oh, you big, you a bigger fan of Steve or Jefferson? Steve. <laughs> you like Steve better Steve. than Jefferson. I, do. I, I do. did like Steve. I did I like Steve. Steve. I don't know
1: why they had to switch characters. And that was one of those things. Just so kind of like Aunt Viv, like it contract happened. contract dispute. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, it just happens. And then I, you know, I heard that's what happened with Neff Campbell. Why she's not coming back to screenboat but that that's an, another episode for another day. So, um, I'm gonna go back up to date here, so I'm gonna do my top three now. As far as current TV dads, now, Saber, I don't know if you're caught up yet. I don't know if you've even watched the series yet.
0: I but haven't Marty, watched Marty, one. I
1: know what you're gonna say. I haven't watched one Marty episode. Marty Bird, Marty Bird, Jason Bateman and Ozark, fantastic. Is Adiga. the series
0: over? It is over. So, so now I will, I will, I will fucking binge it. Please That's what do. I've been waiting for. Please
1: do. Now you can go and binge it. Marty Bird is literally the coolest person I've ever seen under pressure in TV or movie history. I don't know how he does it, but he is fantastic. Fantastic. at it. Big shout out to uh, Michael Torek. Good friend of ours. He was on uh, you know, the first season. So be sure to check that episode out when we talk about Ozark. I think season one, get ready to go to season two. Michael Torek was in the First two seasons. Don't want to ruin it too much for you, but Jason Bateman is Marty Bird, and then you know if I just got to go three, then I got to go Tony Soprano, James Gandolfini. I mean that's that's not my dad, but that is a to me a wonderful father who tries to keep his kids away from the life of crime. I wouldn't say wonderful. Yeah, he yeah, he, 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 he did his best. <laughs> he, did, he did his best. His best. Six seasons. It came out in '99, and I tell you what, say, but we have to have like literally. I know that I that you love the, you know, is a hot dog a hamburger? Is a hot dog a sandwich thing? We need to have episodes where we just play the HBO mm-hmm. music, and we have to ask people what they think about as soon as that comes on. It's and not I a bad idea.
0: Ninety-eight
1: percent of people, I would. I don't want to say ninety eight. I would say ninety percent of people as soon as they hear the HBO, um, come on, I think Sopranos. Like that, that's my number one. Even though you know, as much as I love Entourage, I still think Sopranos. It's probably Sopranos, Entourage, and then Game of Thrones. Like what's <clears throat> what's your top three? Man, you know, you know what my
0: number one is. The greatest television show of all time is The Wire, without a doubt, okay. and that's. Okay. I mean, dog. I listen. The the Wire, I used to, you know, get, get so pumped up for that. So after that, I mean, look, it's there's a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones, and look, a lot of people, the last season of Game of Thrones left a bad taste in their mouth or really the last, you know, couple yeah. episodes. I would put that up there. You know, Entourage, uh, for sure. Um, but there's some other you know, smaller programs. You and I have talked about how to make it in America. That's one that I still have to this. I mean, I've rewatched the two seasons of that series. I don't know, probably six, five, six times. You know, that's one. So look, HBO, I mean, come on man.
1: Well, like I said, moving forward, I'm going to have that soundbite on and we're going to ask whoever we're interviewing in, what show do you automatically think about as soon as you hear this? So I think that's just just uh, as
0: a just as a, a, a reference, though. Yeah the Silvio character in the many saints in Newark was the most over the top, (laughs) like trying to impersonate (laughs) Steve Van Zandt that I, I don't, I don't think any of us could have like been that over the top, trying to impersonate the Silvio character. Yeah.
1: It was like an Elvis person, an Elvis impersonator trying to uh, copy another Elvis impersonator. (laughs) It was bad. It was not great. It was not great. So That's our episode for all the dads out there. Happy father's day to our fathers, to all the great fathers out there before we wrap up Saba. What else you got?
0: Just love, love my dad, love him so much. Uh, got to spend a lot of time with him the last couple of weeks we went on cruise and stuff. So great time, but just, you know, happy father's day to all the dads out there, all the dads that we know, uh, Matt Feliciano, Luke Crocker, um any other dads associated with you happy father's day to you any other dads associated with the show uh uh gosh tim 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 howell happy father's day to you buddy i i just saw him i came back from dallas with for work and fucking great husband he's standing (laughs) there with flowers At the airport when Lauren, you know, when Lauren gets off the plane, it's a fucking sweetheart. I love that guy. But, yeah, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. We love you. Keep doing what you're doing. Seriously. Happy Father's Day out there. Speaking of Tim Howell, he keeps
1: giving us these amazing staff picks. And uh, I just uploaded them last night. So by the time this episode comes out, which will be this week, be sure to check out our website for all your entertainment news notes. It's not just podcasts. We got movie trailers on there. And please be sure to check out the staff picks. He's got some wonderful ones on there. So, Tim, you're you're amazing. Matthew, of course, all the amazing dads out there for doing what you do. We love you. We'll catch you next time. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow. As always, big thank you to uh, you know everybody out there listening. We got more episodes coming your way. You know, We apologize for taking a, a month off, but at the same time we have family stuff. We got stuff that we're doing in the meantime, but we're back stronger than ever. So glad to have my brother Saba back in the building. I had
0: COVID, motherfucker. He did. He had COVID. I had 102 I degree fever for 12 <laughs> fucking hours. I was Googling. Listen, I'm like, holy shit. Am I going to be one of these assholes It's like, I'm fine, I'm fine and then I'm on a fucking respirator the next day. We should not joke about this. No, we no. should not. But I'm gonna tell you, it was fucking serious. So just so you know, I mean, it's we we've been through some shit the last oh, yeah. Brian right. moved. Yeah. Fucking it's hey, been I've been all, all over up. the US for work. I mean, oh, it's yeah. been nuts. I also got sick
1: too, but not sick like him. But as soon as you know someone that's getting sick off COVID, as soon as you get sick, you're like, holy shit. So uh no, glad to see everybody's doing okay. Again, take care of each other, love each other. Happy Father's Day to all the wonderful dads out there and we'll catch you next time. Peace.
0: Peace. Yes! Yeah! Victory!
1: And anger management?
0: Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe.